are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, today is the big day as the NBA Draft 2021 gets things going. You can follow all the action with the live NBA Draft Show presented by Locked On NBA Podcast Network. NBA Draft's Chad Ford, Locked On NBA host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It is the Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Bill Barr, you know, local expert analysis on each pick. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today watch our live coverage starting tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia. And uh, today's the big day for the San Antonio Spurs. It is draft day. The Spurs will be selected at number 12 at 41. Who will they be drafting? We'll find out in just a few short hours. But we're going to give our final thoughts ahead of tonight's uh, big event. What we want to see, what we hope doesn't happen, and uh, get our guest wish list, if you will. Uh, what is this on here? names on his wish list as the Spurs get ready to make their announcement later tonight and but before we begin that we got to cover some big Spurs news involving Ben Simmons 76ers the Spurs a lot of draft picks uh you know let's go bring him on right now he is James Pledger he is with the San Antonio Sports Star and co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover James I got a, one quick question for you are they selling like really, really good stuff on the street in Philadelphia? They've got to be, man. Uh, that is incredible. That report that came out the other day. And for those of y'all that are unaware what we're talking about, Kevin O'Connor, an NBA writer for the ringer was on the mismatch podcast and was talking about multiple Ben Simmons trades that the uh, 76ers had turned down. One of them was the reported, very heavily reported uh, Raptors trade with Van Fleet, Kyle Lowry in a sign-in trade, number four overall, OG Ananobi, which is a haul in itself. And I find that shocking that they would have turned that down (laughs) because Lowry instantly makes that team so much better offensively, as does Van Fleet, gives them uh, great guard play in both units, the first and second unit, with shooters to surround Ben uh, mm-hmm. Joel and B. And then you get OG Ananobi, who is a rising star for the Toronto Raptors, and number four, to where yeah, you can get Jalen Suggs, or mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes, or if he falls, Evan Mobley. Like, it's infinite the possibilities of, of the quality of player you could get it for. Right. And for, then you, for then a you guy throw in the fact- that has yeah. no value, but the one that's making all the headlines and the reason you're talking about it is obviously what he said about the Spurs and what he <laughs> said reportedly that there was – they, the 76ers were asking for four first-round picks, three Yikes. pick slots, and Jeez. a young player. And we don't know which young player it was. But even the draft pick compensation seems a bit absurd for It was just ridiculous, ridiculous. Now, look. I don't blame Daryl Morey. You know, I get it. You know, that is on par with what James Harden went for. Right. 
I mean, look, I get Daryl Moore, what he's trying to do, you know, get the most you can recoup, but there's being realistic and then there's pipe dreams. This is just a pipe dream if the report is accurate and, you know, we have no reason to doubt it. You, you know, you look at, you know, Ben Simmons, look, he's been linked to the Spurs ever since the Sixers, 70, uh, the Sixers season ended. You, you've seen mm-hmm. bet, betting sites say, you know, oh, the Spurs have the best odds at, at nailing him. You've had other uh, reports saying that the Spurs are interested in Ben Simmons, and now comes this one. I mean, this was just, uh, as the ringer put it, uh, outrageous, and it is very outrageous. I, I just got to know how good is the good stuff in the uh, you know in Philadelphia for even Maury to even suggest that. Now, could he just be Here, you know, hedging the good high? Stuff has to be, here's the thing, Jeff. The good stuff has to be good, good, but also take into account Daryl Morey's record, which as a Rockets fan, I have, I'm very well of his track record with trades. Look what he gave up to acquire a James Harden. Look what he gave up to acquire an aged Chris Paul. Look what he gave up to acquire a Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So he knows yeah. what he, he's given up to acquire star talent in the NBA. So him asking for it in return is also – not out of the realm of absurdity if you understand who Daryl Morey is. Now, there have been reports uh, that the, the Sixers and Simmons and Clutch, that they're all in agreement that he's going to get moved, and that's coming out of uh, ESPN's word, Janowski. So, yeah, it looks like he will be leaving 76ers sooner than later. Maybe it'll be tonight on draft night, and that's where uh, – trades begin to fly off the shelf but circling back to 76ers and san antonio and ben simmons it's not that i would not not want to have an all-star point guard that was runner-up in the defensive player of the year award last season it's just all nba defensive team thank you yeah (laughs) yeah it's just what are you going to give up i mean if if the sixers were asking for let's just you know make it up here you know lonnie walker plus number 12 and the second round, I mean, okay, maybe you got something there. Maybe that's something. But what they asked you know, for I was just pretty much getting the Spurs. I didn't give up two first, one pick swap, and Lonnie right. for a Ben Simmons because that feels adequate because you are, you're a team without an all-star trying to acquire one, so the price is going to be high. Right, and and – on on its face, this reported uh, offer that 76ers offered to San Antonio, you're pretty much just gutting the Spurs' future, you know, even more so than probably what it is now as, as far as them trying to rebuild because there's all your potential lottery picks gone. There's all your pick swaps that you're going to have to give up to 76ers, so there goes that. And then, you know, you lose one of your core kids that is, you know, whoever that was, you know, they're they're likely not going to be looking for one of the rookies of Trey Jones or Luka or Devin, I mean, they're, they're going to be swinging for the fences. They're going to be wanting DeJounte or Lonnie, the hometown kid, um, Derek White. You know, it would have been the mm-hmm. that. You know, who knows? They may have been asked for Keldon Johnson, and, you know, that would have been oh. like, whoa, this pump, this pump the brakes here, Philly. All in all, though, it's, is this a situation where there's smoke, there's fire for San Antonio and Philly and Philadelphia? Because as we just named, we just mentioned right now, Sixers and the Spurs have been linked quite heavily during this offseason. Sure, and yes, where there's smoke, there's at least 
a flame of some sorts because the Spurs have been mentioned in a lot of rumors from trading up in the draft to trading back in the draft this year. From uh, sign-in trade with DeMar to uh, John Collins, like there has been so much more smoke in the Spurs offseason this year than I can remember in any Spurs season. Like we know what Kai Jones had to eat on his visit and his workout and the players he worked out with and the type of workout he did. These are things we don't normally get as Spurs fans when it comes to, like, we may get a name that, oh, this player worked out. We, we don't get the details of what they have for dinner and what kind of sauce they put on their salmon. You know? You're welcome, everybody. I that, mean, was, that was from me, my interview with Kai. <laughs> exactly. But it, it's one of those things where it's kind of a changing of the guard of the Spurs in a sense, but it's also where there's smoke, there's a little bit of fire because, look, this is a team devoid of an all-star right now, and if Pop wants to make a legitimate run, maybe getting a player of Ben Simmons' calendar, calendar uh, excuse me, caliber, and then using that available cap space you have to surround him with shooters, which is what you need to do, is construct a team around Ben Simmons that is more conducive to his skill set which is surrounding him with snipers, then there's a plan in place to get back to NBA relevancy and maybe mortgaging some of your future to do that is part of the plan. But all of your future, if I'm, if I'm Spurs or if I'm a Spurs fan, I'm hoping Brian Wright heard that immediately hung up. Daryl Morey <laughs> got a dial tone and was going, hello? This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to keep up with all the parts you need. Why are you going to endure pointless, often endless lines in the store, you know, chatting with somebody who just doesn't understand you? Luckily for you, you have a computer with access to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Don't go spending up to 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices, they're always going to be reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Brian, hello? Yeah, he's like, what did I say? Hey, Brian, are you still there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, you know, that, that that was just such a such an absurd request um, from uh, the 76ers, Maury, you know, that, you know, yeah, I'm glad the Spurs turned it down. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, the other teams that were reportedly involved, you know, and, and, and Philly looking for a haul. Look, I get Philly, you know, what they're trying to do. You know, they're trying to get a haul, and, you know, more power to them. They can sucker some team to do that. You know, but I'm glad the Spurs weren't the suckers in this round. But do you still, would you still like to hear reports that the Spurs are still trying to work with Philly to get a Ben Simmons? Or you think they should just completely walk and, you know, take uh, their uh, services elsewhere? A lot of it depends on what their plan is. Like, I like Simmons if you're going to construct a team more suited to fit around what his skill set is. If you're trying to 
bring in a Ben Simmons just because he's an all-star and build a team a lot like you had last year that's primarily built with people that work inside the paint. We've seen how that works, and it's not well because this game, and especially in the, the way the NBA is turning more into a world game, is played outside the paint now for the most mm-hmm. part. You, you use floor spacing to get your matchups to get into the paint, but you definitely don't pack the paint anymore like you would have in, say, the, the late 90s, early 2000s when you're mm-hmm. playing inside out. And for me, it all depends on what the Spurs' plan is if they were to get a Ben Simmons or if their plan was just to get a Ben Simmons. Right. He is James Spider. He is the co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, Saturdays on 11 to uh, 8, uh, I'm sorry, 9 to 11 a.m., excuse me, uh, over on San Antonio Sports Star 1250. It's, it's taking me getting used to right. saying it's that It's a now. time right. It's not a hangover if you don't start early. And that and I'm trying to still get used to saying San Antonio Sports Star. That's still I kind of hard it. for me I to remember. It. Yeah. It, it's yeah, it's and, been a whole thing for us, too. <laughs> yeah. And, and you mentioned, you know, the, the, the interview I did with Guy Jones. You're absolutely right. You're seeing the Spurs turn a page as far as being okay with letting it out. Like, you know, obviously, you know, I'm pretty sure Guy, you know, he's a young kid. He probably didn't realize, like, oh, you're not supposed to do that with the Spurs. But still, you know, he still does that. You know, but look what happened with me recently. You know, Spurs were working with me regarding their partnership with a uh, gaming company. I mean, I was shocked when they reached out to me, just stunned. You know, when they say we need but, your help, basically. There was but, a caveat. <laughs> what was the caveat? Just being confidential? Yeah, like no leak. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, oh, I right, didn't right, even yeah, know yeah. until you dropped it. Right. All I and, heard was something big's coming. I was like, the Spurs told me to keep the lid on. I was like, okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, and I did that for you so at least you can be ready, you know, so you can have at least the, the little head start before I hit the gun, you know, those uh, two, three steps. <laughs> but my point of that is that this is a different Spurs we're seeing. Remember in the Kawhi Big Three era, I don't think we would have heard any type of report of the Spurs and Sixers involved in, in meetings. Kai Jones telling me exactly what happened. Uh, Spurs reaching out to me, you know, for some assistance in their stuff. You know, you're seeing more of the Spurs name being popped up left and right in recent years. Remember last year in the draft? Remember LMA? LMA was going to be traded on draft night. You, you rewind the clock years ago, it would have been dead silent around this time, James. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have heard a thing until it actually happened. Remember uh, just, what was it, uh, eight years ago now uh, mm-hmm. when they traded up for Kawhi? came out of nowhere. Yeah, there I was, was sitting. No James. Rumbling. There was no smoke. Yeah. There wasn't even like a haze. <laughs> I was sitting in the conference room that night in Barclays, you know, just fortunate, you know, sitting there when I'm in my media seat, and then I hear um, the announcement that the Spurs made a deal, and then I see Kawhi Leonard walking in with his Pacers cap on. I'm like, what did I just hear? You know, like that's how much it dropped, and all the media around me. That night, we're looking at me like I'm supposed to know. I'm like, I had no idea. You have no idea what type of team I'm dealing with right here. So, um, <laughs> oh, I think yeah. everybody knows because, like, Adrian Wojnarowski does it. Like, the, it's the one. It's the one day in Twitter in the draft where 
we all have to wait for the pick to actually find out what the Spurs actually did because you don't get the, the leaks three, four picks ahead like you do right. when the draft starts going. It all comes right. to a standstill once it gets to wherever the picks the uh, Spurs pick. Right. Yeah, so, you know, we'll see what the Spurs do. You know, do will they make a deal with uh, 76ers for Ben Simmons? You know, as of right now, this recording, it's, it's up in the air, but all signs are pointing to maybe, just maybe, whether it be tonight or just down the road this offseason, the Spurs could be exploring and how to make their team better. And that includes and, maybe flipping some of the young guys or trading some of these picks they have tonight. And, Jeff, I have a question as it pertains to the actual draft tonight when, you know, we talk about trades and how things can go down because I know draft rights can be traded on draft night, but once they sign their contract, they have to be with the team until right. the, the trade deadline, I believe. So yeah, how does you can't that go work before. in terms of – a possible sign and trade regarding a spur who may be on his way out the door, but there's a lot of smoke of teams that don't have the space to sign him that would be interested in a sign and trade that could potentially involve draft picks. And if yeah. I haven't been clear enough, I'm talking about DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You mean all signs are pointing that he's adios from San Antonio. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I just hope the Spurs are able to work with DeMar to get a situation like that. I mean, that'd be best for everybody. I mean, that'd be ideal for San Antonio. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned DeMar DeRozan. You know, don't be shocked tonight if you hear, you know, reports left and right, you know, DeMar DeRozan signing trade for this draft pick and this. I mean, that's likely going to happen. But the Spurs are definitely in a, in a changing of the guard. You know, they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. They're trying to bring in heavy hitters onto their roster. Again, I'm not, you know, poo-pooing on the guys they have right now. I'm not. But they can definitely use an upgrade, can't they? Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a lot that's been reported, even by uh, your own Ty Yeager, about the Wizards' interest in the uh, of, uh, right. potential of a sign-and-trade that could net you Bertans. Rory Hachimura or Denny Abja and possibly 15 tonight. All right. Or, yeah. of course, the Lakers and their possibility with their pick, which I believe is 22. Uh, Kyle Kuzma and KCP and Montrez Harrell are names thrown around with the Lakers and an ability to get a sign-and-trade work. Or the one that I really like that I've seen listed that there may be mutual interest is Chicago because I know there's a player on that team that I would love a sign-and-trade with, a dual <laughs> sign-and-trade. Gee, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, we're, we're talking about the draft, so I might as well just dive into that. Look, uh, you know, as we said earlier, you know, tonight's the big night. We'll see if the Spurs will stay at 12, as they likely probably will, James, at the end, the end of the day. Um, <laughs> so, James, uh, you know, the Spurs, number 12, usually stay, stay pat. Maybe this year they'll buck yep. that trend, you know. But as tonight begins, and before we get your wish list of players, any final mm -hmm. thoughts on the Spurs on draft night? What would you like for them to do? What, what, you know, what are you hoping would happen in an ideal world for San Antonio outside of the ridiculous, like doing the trade to get number one or something like that? I mean, just realistically, <laughs> what would you, you like to see the Spurs do? not realistic? <laughs> I really don't think that you know the team at top is going to let go of that number one pick. 
But yeah, I mean, uh, final thoughts before we get into your wish list about the Spurs and the draft. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action over at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and of course, all your UFC MMA action. So before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the run to the playoffs. Head to the website right now or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Yeah, my final thoughts, something I'd really like to see happen is, like we were just talking about, a sign-and-trade with DeMar that possibly nets you. There there are two rumor packages that I wouldn't mind, and one is obviously sign-and-trading DeMar to Chicago for Lori Markkinen in a return sign-and-trade. I think that would be incredible, and if you could also get another draft pick out of that, that would also be fantastic knowing that uh, Markinen is not a part of their plans. Or I also kind of like the Wizards one. If you could net yourself a shooter like Adavis Breton, which is something that I've right. told you before, that this is, a, this is something this team has missed. And you get a Rory Hachimura, who's a guy I was really high on a few years ago out of Gonzaga that has played well out there. Uh, and then the possible, we knew the rumored interest in Denny Abja uh, a few years ago. And uh, the 15th pick, that would also be beneficial, I think, for the Spurs in terms of their ability to kind of kickstart. It's not a full-on rebuild, but it is trying to piece back kind of what was what we knew the Spurs to be. Yeah, and um, that's really, it also links back to Kawhi Leonard. You know, he pretty much blew a hole in the Spurs' future when he decided yeah. to bounce it, it, and force his It kind of dates back to right around that time, oddly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, you know, for as much as he changed the fortunes for the Spurs when the Spurs made a draft pick for uh, Switch Fox, you know, made a deal with Indiana, he definitely uh, put the Spurs back to square one in the uh, NBA draft lottery. As for me, I just don't want them to blow it. I mean, that number 12. There's no excuse for them to blow it. The only reason mm-hmm. I the only foreseeable that I could think if they quote unquote were to blow it, if they stand pat, is if they get a drafted stash type player, some Euro kid that's going to be a long term project, you know, or or like an Alper you know, Sengwin. Well, you know, according to all these mocks, <laughs> everything he can, all these mocks he can contribute right now to any NBA team. By the way, he 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 definitely learns uh, how to play the the Spurs fans' emotions. When I spoke to him recently, he told me, you know, I you know I like Tim Duncan, and I go, okay, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing, uh, Singoon. Mm-hmm. But um, nevertheless, yeah, I just don't want them to blow it in that way because they need immediate help. And what what better way to get immediate help than drafting smart at number twelve? It's a high pick. They're likely going to get an impact player, but they cannot afford to be drafting and stashing. They cannot afford to be drafting and then you know seeing that kid wear an austin uniform you know for a year and a half before he comes in and you know just tries to scrounge for minutes as we're seeing you know what happened with luca you know Luca's mm-hmm. dominance that is you know look at the, his situation the, the spurs can't afford it in my opinion Jim, i think that's 
that's the one thing area I think, man, they can really cut the ball if they go that route, James. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I also wouldn't be mad knowing that, you know, they take, let's say, a Kai Jones at 12, knowing the possibility that he could spend part of the season in Austin because, I mean, he's not fully developed, and I don't think he's ready to, quote, bang with the bigs in the NBA yet. Uh, Does he have a skill set that helps and is beneficial? Sure, at times, but he also has uh, a body frame that might get him exposed. That doesn't mean that Mm -hmm. I don't think he'll be a generational talent at some point, possibly down the line. So, I mean, I wouldn't be thrilled with the draft and stash, but depending on who that person was that ended up possibly in Austin for part of the year, I wouldn't also be terribly upset if that was the case, if you understand where I'm going with that. I, I get you. Yeah. And look, again, you know, if they address their need, if they go by need or something of that effect, then size or three point shooting. I mean, it's pretty blatant. It's pretty obvious what they need to fix. So if they end up getting a, a guy, you know, that shot 44% from three line in college. Great. Awesome. Wonderful. Phenomenal. <laughs> you know, if they get a, a guy that can man the paint and back up Jakob and, be a rim runner and, you know, that, that stretch five that they desperately need. Great. You know, there's just, I just don't see any way they can blow it at number 12 with the amount of talent in this draft, James. Well, sure. But the only way that it would be blown is if that talent didn't develop. And, and I'll say right. this, like one thing that the Spurs can not have is someone that takes multiple years to build like if it takes them like a year or half a year like it did kelvin down in austin just kind of acclimating and getting used to and he's up by the end of the season starting to kind of creep his way into the rotation the way kelvin did i'm okay with that because you know it is a different game and certain players are going to have to develop but if it's somebody that's going to take multiple years to develop a la a Luka Simonich, then that it would be a wasted pick, in my opinion. All right, let's go ahead and get into it now. Uh, James, uh, I guess give me your at least three names that's on your board slash wish list for the Spurs tonight. <laughs> All right. Um, obviously, the ones that I think would be available – to the Spurs when they were picking at 12. I'm not going to make a reach like, hey, if James Booknight drops or something like that, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not realistic. But if somebody that could possibly still be there when they're picking on the board at 12, a uh, handful of names I would not be disappointed with. I've said all along, I don't think the Spurs will draft him even if he's there, but I really like the skill set of a Jalen Johnson out of Duke. I just don't feel him kind of quitting on Duke midway through the year. And I get that it was a weird COVID year and everything, but just I don't feel like he fits what the Spurs typically go after when it comes to a player. Now, I love his skill set, and this is the, the, the difference is – I don't think they'll draft him, but if they would, I would be very excited because what's the NBA about? It's about talent. Right. Talent wins out over everything else, and Jalen Johnson has a ton of talent. 
So for me, that would be one one name that I would really like to see them pick up at 12 if he's still there. Kai Jones, the forward out of Texas, another right. one, a stretch who can also space the floor the same way. Athletic switches to multiple positions, six foot eleven with a seven four wingspan, I believe it is can guard multiple positions and you can tell his shot has gotten better and better uh, with each year he was at Texas and he has good form. So it's something that Chip England can definitely work with. Those are two bigs that I really like. Another name that I'm, I would like, I think he'll go before the Spurs, but there's a possibility with these other names moving up that a Moses Moody could fall to them. I would mm-hmm. not be mad about Moses Moody out of Arkansas. He's a six-six wing, can defend, can uh, light it up offensively, has great range, great touch, can flash to the basket, also shoots at a high percentage from three. And last name I'll give you on my list would be Josh Giddy. While I don't love him, I know the tools are there for him to be a really, really good player. He doesn't shoot very good from the floor at just over 42%. He's not a great three-point shooter at 29%, but the dude sees the floor a lot like Manu Ginobili did, and he's six foot eight. He's kind of yeah. that Luka hybrid big guy that can run your offense and just be a mismatch nightmare in, ter- in that term, and man, having a floor general like that and a chip England could bring his shot along with it, that would be a really good pickup. Lastly, just in case the Spurs happen to, you know, because of the rumors, they may trade back, right? Right. If, if they trade back into the late lottery, early 20s, Trey Mann, guard out of Florida, six foot five, McDonald's All-American, shoots it good from three, has great touch around the rim, has a good floater in traffic, uh, really good uh, underrated passer of the ball. Trey Mann's a guy I really, really like, and I think he could be a star one day in this league. As for me, you know, in no particular order, the three names are on my board are um, Kai Jones, um, mm-hmm. Exactly fits fits the need for what the Spurs need. You know, is is he going to be a somewhat of a project? Yeah, I, I think he will yeah. be. But I definitely could see him. You know, start maybe Being getting minutes future late cornerstone yeah, of this team. Yeah, late in the season. You know, his rookie season definitely could see that happening. Maybe like two months left in the season, he starts getting more recalls from Austin. You know, he's he's going to be yeah. definitely racking up uh, the miles the from Austin, treatment. San Antonio. Right. Yeah, so he's he's on my board. Uh, same thing with with uh, Johnson. You know, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, if they're going to do a guard thing, you know, sure. You know, he's dynamic. You know, hit the shot. You know, definitely, I think would bring it a very very nice facet to the Spurs offense and defense. Because I think I, I think he plays somewhat. I think in college he played pretty good defense. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, Six nine, you know, I, I like, seven yeah. seven one wingspan. Yeah, can really defend Wingy, a little yeah, bit. Exactly. So. Yeah, a little. Th- he has a little bit of that three and D in him, so I like that. And then uh, finally, I you know the mocks are all over the place, but if his name is there, I wouldn't mind Franz Wagner. Um, okay. You know, I mean that 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 might be a reach because I, I definitely could see him gone way before twelve. Sure. I, I could see him gone before 12. I can also see him yeah. still there on the board at like 18. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. He's I mean, one I mean, of those guys it, that is beholden of a team falling in love with his skill set because I don't think he's the greatest defender. I'm not sure how great he can get his own shot in the NBA. But, yeah, he, he can light it up from behind the arc. And the Spurs definitely need that. We all know what happened to the San Antonio last year. James, you brought it out many times. When they're hitting, man, they look great. When they're not hitting, it was disaster. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Franz Wagner would do it for me. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big night tonight. Um, any, uh, you know, anything going on with, over there at San Antonio Sports Star ahead of tonight's uh, big night? You're going to be covering it. What's going on in the uh, new San Antonio Sports Star? Oh, man, we're going to have the draft cover from front to back. We're talking about it all day. Uh, the guys are out at Oxnard training camp, Dallas Cowboys, but uh, it's not just about training camp with us. We're going to be covering the draft front to back today because this feels as it's pivotal and offseason for the Spurs as the team has had since, you know, 1998, right? <laughs> yeah. So for me, when it comes to – I look at the the Spurs. We're going to have it covered front to back. And as a matter of fact, we're going to be carrying the draft tonight on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Uh, live coverage of the draft starting at 6 o'clock tonight. You can catch it. We're dumping the blitz early. They're getting out, and we are going to have this draft because that's how big of a deal this draft is for the San Antonio Spurs. Absolutely. You know, one final thought for me, too, you know, before – and I start, you know, doing what I got to do to wrap up lockdown Spurs is they, the, the San Antonio Spurs done wonders with just 29. They did wonders with yep. number 11. Sitting at 12, they should do all right too. You know, would not be surprised if, if you know, once they make their selection tonight, you see all these draft analysts say, oh, the Spurs did it again. You know, what were we thinking? <laughs> what were there's 11 teams ahead of them thinking to have this guy be sitting there still on the board? Uh, so, yeah. I think the Spurs you would, would hope be okay. So. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how lucky were they to have Kelvin still sitting at 29? I mean, holy oh, Incredibly, moly. because I wanted them to take him at 19. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, about that 19 pick. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe that's for another <laughs> show on Locked On Spurs. Um, yeah, as, as, we, as they say in the beginning, hey, uh, the Locked On NBA Network is having a live draft coverage tonight. Yeah, you heard that right, live. Uh, you'll have uh, Chad Ford. You'll have a couple of the other faces of the Locked On NBA Network uh, hosting it again live, live. Even Brian Scalabrini, yeah, he's going to be joining the uh, show tonight. Make sure to follow it on the YouTube page. Just go on YouTube and search for Locked On NBA or just Locked On uh, Podcast Network, and you can find it. Tune in tonight. Uh, yeah, subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast, Odyssey app. Google Play, tell your smart speaker to play uh, Lockdown Spurs. We got you covered. James, you nervous, though? You nervous? Nervous? Not nervous, excited. It's it's a different type of nerve just because of what this draft means. So it's more about the excitement level of the possibility because this is such a deep draft. And, you know, you told me to give you three. I gave you five players that I really, really liked in this draft that could be there around when the Spurs are picking. And, you know, I I do feel that this is a deep enough draft to where they've got a chance to really get an impact player. The question that remains with me, though, is once they draft said impact player, we're all going to be extremely excited, obviously, for obvious reasons. But does he get the Devin Vassell treatment? 
Right. Well, Devin Vassell got, I think, fortunate, quote unquote, because of the pandemic where they just needed bodies. So, um, but. But even then, yeah, like, uh, Devin Vassell just didn't get a whole lot of run. He was on the team for the entire year, but he was saved from going from Austin, but we still barely got to see much of Devin Vassell. Right, absolutely. Well, we'll definitely find out tonight who the new kid on the block will be. One thing's for sure, you'll be able to see him play in the Summer League. You know, the Spurs announced their Summer League schedule. Uh, they got four games locked in, and if they can survive those four games, they'll advance to the uh, Summer League playoffs. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a fun time. Basketball is year-round. NBA basketball, you, you there's a make. Remember there used to, back in the day, James, used to be that big gap before the season started? Now it feels like it's a baby gap considering you know well, how much it kind of is a baby on. gap just because yeah. of covid <laughs> i mean yeah, covid exactly. kind of scrunched everything together for us so next year maybe we'll get a, a decent gap and you'll actually get to take a vacation or you know uh, unplug yeah. mentally for a hot second <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right well on, on that note uh james i want to thank you for hopping on locked on spurs uh today good luck uh, to your you and your crew at san Antonio sports stars y'all gonna be covering the draft and uh, yeah, so for James Pledger, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.